0: Welcome back to the Security Token Show episode 141. My name is Kyle Sondland, joined by my co-host and business partner, Herwig Konings. We are here in sunny Miami, Florida, covering everything investment banking and blockchain, specifically security tokens. You've heard this before, you know the spiel. And we have an amazing episode coming up for you today, talking about everything going on in the industry, as well as our main topic, which is going to be music, fungible tokens. These are finding ways to bring copyrights, investments, and all things music and royalties on chain. But before we get into that, I do want to talk about our sponsor this week which is Invest Ready. You may be familiar with Invest Ready, maybe not. They do accredited investor checks and verification of whether you can participate in investments both here in the US as potentially issuers that are coming from all around the world that need to take in specific investors in the US for accreditation standards. And they have launched a a feature and a product called a credit token. And this is pretty fascinating stuff. If you're in the U.S., you need to have a, a certain threshold of income or wealth in order to be considered accredited to be able to invest in some of these private deals. And they essentially create not only the verification piece of it, but give you a digital receipt via an NFT that signifies you are an accredited investor that has a QR code you can scan to actually see the form and the approval from a lawyer that you are accredited. This is fascinating. I actually tried it myself and have my accredited token. Fascinating stuff.
1: Pretty cool deal. Always a thank you to our sponsors. And didn't know Invest Ready would be coming up this week. I'm actually one of the co-founders. Love to see that. And of course, a great new feature if you're interested, go check it out at investready.com. But with that, let's get into the show, folks.
0: And moving into our top five, we have article number one, headline number one. This is impressive news. This is that FTX, US FTX, you're familiar with them. They're a crypto platform trading app led by Sam Bankman-Fried and this team there, they've done some amazing work and they are now getting into stocks, not only crypto, not only tokenized stocks, but they're getting into stock trading. This comes off the heels of the fact that the CEO, Sam Bankman-Fried, acquired 7.6% of Robinhood. So he's now a, a significant minority shareholder of Robinhood, the public company that does do commission-free trading of stocks in the US and now he's launching a competitive product with FTX US. So this is fascinating, this is huge news. They're going to be using USDC to fund these accounts so it's a crypto native stock trading app. We know they provide tokenized stocks, we know they love blockchain, so they're definitely on the heels of doing security tokens as well.
1: Absolutely huge. Number two, we actually have a huge announcement from Hedgehog, they are officially live. This is the blockchain based investing app And they have supposedly secured a pipeline of $1.5 billion of real estate that they are tokenizing, starting off with two properties available uh, right now. You can go check out. They're actually in New York, two real estate New York-related deals that's going to be tokenized. Welcome
0: to the scene, Hedgehog. U.S. investors are able to participate, as well as U.K., Switzerland, and maybe some other European investors as well. Number three, we have INX raised $1 million in a strategic investment from DMG Blockchain. DMG Blockchain creates a bunch of tokenization solutions for their clients and institutions, as well as the fact that they're actually planning to issue blockchain investment products through INX. So they took on some strategic investment to solidify the partnership. Congratulations to both firms.
1: And actually, speaking of another investment, Kyle, this is one of our own. Moving into number four, we're proud to say our parent company, Security Token Group, the company Kyle and I founded, we have announced a Series A, $3 million with some proud investors. Uh, We were happy to say that the Blizzard Fund, which is backed by Avalanche, is in there. We've got Exodus, which is one of the major major security token wallets, as well as just wallet companies, as well as a lot of Miami Tech leaders and Blue Bay Ventures. So thank you for those investors. This is going to let us expand. Further, security token market, our shows, our products, our technology, as well as hopefully a new division, Security Token Capital will be launching our own token investment products. So
0: super happy to announce that Security Token Group has secured our Series A finance. Thank you to everybody involved in that process, helping us out from step one to step 1,000 in getting this process finished. Shout out to an amazing team that makes it all happen behind the scenes and we can't wait to see what's next.
1: For number five, we've got Truck Pal. Which is uh, actually a security token issuer. They're uh, backing HGC, the parent company, has officially received investment from Beyond Ventures, which is a huge state of confidence for the firm for both their uh, insight in both the trucking freight industry as well as the security token industry.
0: It's the first Chinese STO. They've also worked with us in the past on some media services, so we're happy to see them thriving.
1: Congratulations, and with that, let's move on to the rest of the security token industry news with John Pittman.
2: Thanks for the intro, fellas. happy to be here. I'm John Pittman, also known as The Token Advisor. But enough about me. Let's talk about some happenings from last week in this week's industry news. I'm sure you've been hearing about the crypto crash. and Herwick, they even covered it a bit on the main topic last week. Well, I have a few updates surrounding one of the main perpetrators, Do Kwon, the founder of Terraform Labs. Apparently, governments are starting to seek justice on behalf of investors. Terraform has most of its operations coming out of South Korea, so because of that, South Korea's ruling party, lawmaker Yoon Chang-yoon, is calling for Do Kwon to come in for a hearing on the collapse of the company's stablecoin and cryptocurrency, Luna. When stating the reason for the summoning, lawmaker Yoon said investors have been damaged by the debacle, and he also urged other lawmakers to also support the calls for the hearing. But that's not the only South Korean governmental agency that's coming after Terra Labs founder. Do Kwon has reportedly been ordered by South Korea's National Tax Service to pay 100 billion won or $78 million US dollars in taxes. Why? Apparently Terra's parent companies, the Ancor Company and TerraForm Labs are guilty of evading corporate and income tax. Now this order couldn't have come at the worst time as their legal team had just jumped ship in light of the Luna crash. Apparently what alerted authorities was when TerraForm Labs a Singapore-based entity sent the cryptocurrency Luna to the Luna Financial Guard, another Singapore-based entity. Some think this transfer was a part of the last-ditch efforts to alleviate the depegging. Well, regardless, authorities concluded that this movement of funds constituted tax evasion. While both entities in the transaction were established in Singapore, South Korean tax authorities ruled that their place of actual management, it subjects them to pay taxes in the country. But you know what's crazy? I'm not even done with Terraform yet, and neither are investors. So a man ended up breaking into Do Kwon's house looking for retribution. However, Do Kwon was not home, and the trespasser encountered Kwon's wife, who later called police and asked for protection. After law enforcement found the trespasser and took him into custody, the man told reporters that he had lost two to three billion won, at least two million dollars U.S. And the man claimed his primary intention was to urge Kwon just to take responsibility for the meltdown of a stablecoin and the project behind it and for the pain it has caused on the cryptocurrency market. Honestly, can't be too mad at a man seeking justice. I think that's why I like Batman. Okay, now let's move on to some more news. Apparently, over in California, the state regulator is looking to overturn a ban on cryptocurrency donations towards political campaigns a rule that's been in effect since 2018. What initiated this rule in the first place was a rule by the California's Fair Political Practices Commission, or the FPPC, and that banned both sending and receiving crypto contributions due to concerns that the donations might be utilized to circumvent contribution limits and prohibitions or allow foreign entities to contribute to campaigns. Well, there's been a change of mind. According to, this month, according to this month's agenda, the FPPC has scheduled a pre-no discussion on the use of crypto for campaign contributions to the state, opening the topic to the public before officially revisiting the idea. Currently, the ban really only affects those running for office and at the state and local level. Moving on to some updates from the institutional side, we have news coming out of Invictus Capital. Invictus is an investment platform that operates in collaboration with a team of financial experts that also have deep crypto expertise to create a bridge between traditional and decentralized finance. So most recently, Invictus has released the world's first tokenized crypto index fund called Crypto20. It's an offer designed to endure the regulatory wrath these experts anticipate coming in the near future. Now, as the first security token offering of its kind, Invictus relies on a blockchain-based distribution model and a series of close partnerships. Under the Crypto20 model, investors have legal ownership in the fund through tokenized participatory shares, replacing the unregulated tokens that existed under the previous model, granting holders greater and clearer rights. As tokenized participatory shares, the fund is mandated to operate within the parameters of the fund, offering documents, and regularly report on the fund's operation. For investors, this means that they will know at all times exactly which fund strategies are being pursued, if and how leverage is being utilized, and the type of crypto assets held in the fund. Now, investors also gain the benefits that come along with external auditors, verifying fund assets, and pretty much the overall health of the offering. Cool. And to finish up, we have some enforcement action coming from the SEC, who has reportedly blocked Mining Capital Coin International, otherwise known as MCC, for being a fraudulent crypto mining and trading scheme that offered investment plans, called mining packages, to thousands of investors in a $62 million scam. The two founders have now been indicted by the Department of Justice and face up to 45 years in prison. Since at least January 2018, MCC allegedly sold these mining packages to 65,535 investors worldwide, promising daily returns of 1% paid in Bitcoin weekly over a 52-week period. Soon after, the, f- the founders required the investors to withdraw their investments in tokens called Capital Coin, which were really just MCC's own tokens. To redeem their Capital Coin. investors had to use BitChain, a fake cryptocurrency trading platform created and operated by the founders, until investors lost all of their investments. So all in all, stay vigilant out there, please. Oh, and stay tuned for Meg with SEO updates. Catch you guys next week on the side of blockchain.
3: Hello, tokenizers, and welcome back to the security token offering updates. We have three offerings today, so let's get into it. Blockchain-driven investing app, Hedgehog, is launching two new tokens representing fractional investments in real-world assets. Hedgehog is a blockchain-driven investing app that is making it possible for eligible individual investors to access the benefits of investing in real-world assets such as real estate and energy infrastructure projects. Led by co-founders from Partners Group and Goldman Sachs, Hedgehog is focused on providing access to institutional quality investments that would typically be considered out of reach for individual investors. An in-house team that brings consumer fintech experience from Robinhood, Monzo, Wise, Revolt, they are committed to developing a product that is easy and enjoyable to use. Hedgehog has secured exclusive access to a pipeline of real-world assets worth more than $1.5 billion in total value. Two tokens now available represent investments in renewable energy, infrastructure, and commercial real estate, both in the New York metro area. Eligible investors can access these opportunities from a $5,000 minimum investment. Both tokens represent indirect investments in real-world assets located within one hour of Manhattan, New York. The first is an industrial warehouse. It is a fully leased manufacturing building at the former IBM East Fishkill Semiconductor manufacturing facility situated on 300 acres of land with over 3 million square feet of buildings. Second, solar at iPark Hudson is one of the largest arrays of rooftop solar in the New York metro area, offering 3,700 solar panels covering 2.2 acres of of rooftop that provide tenants of iPark Hudson with a source of green energy. You can find out more at hedgehoginvest.com. Next up, digital securities marketplace ADDX is tokenizing a private equity fund of funds. ADDX, licensed by the Monterey Authority of Singapore, is going to facilitate the issuance and trading of digital securities, and they will list a private equity fund of funds on its marketplace. ADDX has partnered with Fullerton Fund Management to produce this offer. The Fullerton Optimized Alpha Fund is a closed-end fund targeting 8-12% to in returns per year over its fund life of 7 years. According to a statement by ADDX, the fund will be invested in a portfolio of 6-8 to eight private equity and private credit funds. The assets of the fund will be diversified by geography including North America, Europe, and Asia, as well as by strategy across buyout, growth, secondaries, and private or distressed credit. The fund will focus on diverse sectors, such as defensive tech, emerging economies, post-COVID-19 dislocation, and recovery, as well as ESG-aligned sectors. The offer is open to accredited investors at a minimum amount of $10,000. ADDX states that this amount is in contrast to the traditional non-tokenized process that would require a $250,000 minimum investment. Tokenization enables ADDX to reduce this manual work and streamline the entire process. There is a quarterly, liquidity option in the form of gated redemptions. The ADDX CEO has explained that globally, private equity has outperformed public equity. For the full report, you can head over to crowdfundinsider.com. Next up, we have Metamatter. Metamatter Incorporated is a Nevada-based corporation and they believe in token-powered ecosystems and economies. Their goal is to move this future forward by finding new and engaging ways to accelerate mass adoption and get non-crypto users ready for the change in the new era of Web3. This can be made possible with a security token offering. Virtual reality, or the metaverse, is the next-generation technology that will engage gamers, artists, entrepreneurs, scientists, and even non-tech people in stunning ways. Metamatter is seeking to develop business ventures focusing on three things. First, constructing virtual 3D models of Microscale Matters and minting non-fungible tokens or NFTs, such as minerals, crystals, proteins, chemical compounds, etc. Next, they will rely on open-sourced virtual 3D scanning technologies and well-established blockchain systems such as the Binance Smart Chain to mint these virtual 3D Matter models to NFTs, referred to as MetaMatter NFTs. Their virtual 3D Matter NFTs can be used in various virtual reality platforms, which is increasingly referred to as the metaverse. Specifically, they are targeting groups that focus on innovation in the academic, scientific, and medical fields as their NFT's potential customers and users. The NFTs will give users the ability to discuss and conduct research within a virtual meeting space. The users can also manipulate objects in this virtual world to observe and understand the Microscale universe. Metamatter is offering 5 billion tokens called the Metamatter token. 5 billion is the maximum offering number of tokens and the purchase price is one cent. The minimum purchase requirement per investor is $100 or 10,000 tokens. For upcoming updates, head over to mtmatter.com. That is all for this week. Remember, you can always reach out to me at tips at and send any news, updates, or ideas my way. I'll see you next week, but now let's send it over to Jason for some market updates.
4: Hello and happy Monday. The security token market cap is down just over 16% on the week as macro equity markets have penetrated security tokens. While lower volumes helped prop the market up, whether artificially or not, equilibrium has been reached at the lower levels. Since there isn't yet a tradable index fund that measures all security tokens, total market cap is merely an indicator to track how the industry has done as a whole. Downturns like we are seeing, especially with the macro challenges the world is facing, is not reason for major concern. Especially when news is coming out almost daily about new exchanges raising and innovating. In fact, Crypto-savvy broker-dealer, Oasis Pro, raised $27 million in its push to launch a digital securities alternative trading system, or ATS, that decentralized finance platforms can plug into. Oasis Pro Markets wants to support everything from the issuance to secondary trading of all forms of digital securities, the company said. It also lets subscribers take the unusual step of paying in crypto for their digital securities. News like this is popping up all over the place, and the security token ecosystem continues to grow stronger, even throughout the bear markets. That's all for now, but have an incredible week. Wakey-wakey, welcome to Inside the Metaverse with your host, Yves VanCole. Accenture,
5: a global IT service and consulting firm with over 700,000 employees has a new policy that the next 150,000 new hires will have to spend their first day of work inside the company's virtual metaverse campus. I might just have to sign up and see how fun working in that metaverse campus may be. The US military is building its own metaverse. Even though they have been using virtual reality technology for years, they're upping their game from using AI to train pilots on every scenario to AI assistance that gives soldiers advice via voice assistance based on location and actions, to now having high-level Air Force meetings with over 250 people meeting in a virtual environment, connecting soldiers from outposts all around the world. My Star Trek senses are tingling. Sony looks to impact the metaverse revolution by promoting cross-platform gaming. They are starting to enable cross-platform gaming for some of its titles, as it did for Fortnite in 2018. But this week, Epic, the maker of Fortnite, announced that in-game V-Bucks currency purchased on PlayStation will be usable on other platforms. Qualcomm. New AR glasses are thinner and wireless. I know, you're thinking they weren't wireless before? It is quite complicated to put a battery in something so small that won't die out fast completely. It will be available to select partners and We're looking forward to see what this new mobility will bring to the AR world. That was Inside the Metaverse
0: with your host, Eve Van Gogh. Thanks, Eve. And moving into our Companies of the Week segment, which is my personal favorite segment, I think that you also love it as well. We know that a lot of viewers have actually suggested that they enjoy the Companies of the Week segment a lot too because we like to focus on two companies that caught our eye that we wanted to give a specific highlight to for doing some amazing things in the industry this week, and so Herwig, Please walk us through your company of the week this week.
1: With pleasure, Kyle. This week, uh, was tough. There's a lot of good companies doing big things, but you know I've got a secret special liking to Japan. Specifically, my choice this week is Nomura, which has announced that they are forming one singular crypto services division uh, that will have over 100 people in it by 2023. Everything from buying cryptocurrency to actually buying NFTs. They are part of many security token Uh, industries as well as offering plans, So we're very excited to see Nomura get very active in the blockchain space. They have over $500 billion in assets, they're one of Japan's largest banks. So this makes it a very, very big deal. Very excited to see specifically what else they have to do with security tokens.
0: Yeah, Security Token Market is a proud member of the Japan Security Token Association and we love to see the APAC region thriving.
1: How what about you? Tell us, who did you pick this week for 141?
0: I'm keeping it on brand, man. I'm actually also going to be talking about the APAC region. This time we're moving to Singapore hey. for AdX, A-D-D-X, which is formerly iStocks. They, they changed their name to AdX, Ad Value Exchange. And they are based in Singapore, although they do a lot of business inside of, of the rest of the region as well. And they're actually launching a new fund product That's by Temasek, which is a large firm that's a global firm, and they're targeting an eight to 12% yield or return over seven years of this fund. It is essentially a fund of funds in North America, Europe, as well as Asia. And I wanted to give AdEx a shout out here because this is actually their 23rd asset that they've launched and listed onto their exchange. So they are a leader in compliance securities issuances worldwide. I was on a panel with Oi Chu, who is the, the CEO there, and they're doing fantastic work. So wanted to shout out AdX for doing amazing work, and Temasek for putting together a great, fun product.
1: Oh, that's absolutely a, a great choice. 23 products, I mean, that's amazing news. And as you've pointed out, they are one of Singapore's leading platforms and exchanges, so very excited for that. Definitely more to come from them, too. Totally agree. And with that, Kyle, I think we can jump into our main topic. And now for episode 141, we're gonna be talking about music fungible tokens. That's right, not non-fungible tokens, mm-hmm. no N here. We're talking about M as in mama. Music <laughs> fungible tokens, baby, MFTs. This is actually a term coined by Opulus, a firm that has recently announced a compliant way, what they call the first ever music royalties token deal. Uh, so they're actually enabling people to invest via a token uh, to experience royalties from different uh, artists that they have featured on their platform. And of course, Kyle, that to us, we know is a security token. They know it too. They're proud that they are not doing NFTs by stringing along uh, the supposed rights or, or music that is part of the many features that they're doing, but with music fungible tokens, you're actually enabling an ability to get exposure to an artist's
0: returns and success which I think is pretty darn cool, Kyle. I totally agree, it's fascinating. They've done a couple use cases of this already where they originally called them SNFTs, security NFTs. There's all kinds of opinions on on how that structure works and if it's viable at all. We're not gonna dive into that today necessarily, but they have successfully done this with some rappers, where they were able to sell some royalties. We've seen other examples of this, like with Royal, which is led by the DJ Blau and, and A16Z and some other founders as well there, where they're looking at how they can tokenize music rights, artist rights, copyrights, as well as engaging with the community. And so there's a bunch of different angles you can participate with here. Opulous specifically notes two different solutions that they're looking to come up with. The first one is actually investment tokens into these products. These are for copyright tokens, essentially what they call them, where you're buying into actually a piece of the intellectual property. You are a co owner of this intellectual property and are entitled to the monetization around that as well. If you own 25% of the IP, well, you, you deserve 25% of the royalties associated with licensing that IP. However, not everybody wants to necessarily do that for multiple reasons. One reason might be you just don't want to sell your royalties and you just want to advance your community and build those features. Another reason might be that there's slightly more liquidity when it comes with a reduced compliance requirement around an NFT versus around doing it as an investment product, or maybe there's reduced barriers to entry for your fans and for your users, or a whole host of other reasons. So that's why opulus is also launching what they're calling their NFT launchpad or their MFT launchpad, where they're actually going to be assisting and facilitating the development of strictly nfts that don't have rights associated as well So they're looking to kind of offer both types of tokens and i love this model because of the fact that there are different solutions for different problems and different needs
1: yeah no i think it's great they're even to expand their service offerings with DeFi loans on top of that and again that's important because this is not just necessarily a random artist's image it's also really tied to potentially rights or at least some kind of beneficial to an artist. And we're talking about real artists, Kyle, Tyga, Little Pump, and many other artists have already been featured on the platform. I'm sure they've got many in their pipeline based on this new announcement. And we're talking about a $20 billion industry, folks. That's streaming alone. The music industry is big, big business. And we've always been talking for a while now about how it's going to get tokenized, it's great to see firms like Opulus and Royal and many others starting to pave this way as a new way for artists to go ahead and create a career. Uh, In fact, a fairer and more better way, I think, for artists overall, which is why I'm such a big fan. On top of the fact that now, for the first time ever, I can finally get exposure to
0: some music royalty deals or something similar to it. 100%. And we've seen some really successful examples of this, like with the crypto rapper Dill He launched his album, Crypto Rich, with which he issued a ton of NFTs associated with the album that added all kinds of great features, exclusive music, lifetime tickets to his concerts, merch, airdrops, one-on-one meetings with him, and a whole host of other things, as well as they do have a 24-7 radio where they talk about music NFTs, they talk about the developments in blockchain, and he's been a huge proponent of this in driving adoption of the technology, and he's also someone that recognizes the value of security tokens and recognizes of the value of future in the future issuing some sort of asset backed investment product as well once that that product continues to scale so, We've seen some really successful use cases of this between opulus Royal, what Dill has been able to do with his community, that there's a lot of opportunities for artists to build towards financial freedom. We see how Spotify or some of these record labels have a lot of control over the revenue mechanisms made by artists, and that is no longer the case. There are It's transforming how artists can finance their dreams and visions. Absolutely. I can't wait to see how
1: this industry changes. It's happening right now, as Kyle just pointed out, as many different great examples if you have feedback questions thoughts around this topic we'd be more than happy to answer them we're super excited our very own head of production nick stefan is a dj himself he's talking about this stuff all the time uh and of course check out stomarket.com that's where you're going to find all the latest and the greatest things about security tokens what are they trading at what's the latest news of course our great analysts uh, and our newsletter, What's Drippin', that comes out every Monday. We've got it all, though, we
0: got Like, comment, subscribe, do all what you do on YouTube. We're not verified, by the way, which is not too shabby. And while you're doing that, make sure you share it with a friend. Anybody that wants to do music NFTs, make sure they know that they can do a security token, too. And with that, we will catch you next Monday. Happy tokenizing.